is from the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 to 23. The birth of Jesus Christ. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do dream, sorry, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. And we, and we will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Thanks be to God for his word. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for your word. And we pray this morning that as we look into your word, we pray that we might experience God with us. That we might experience Emmanuel for ourselves. And that you might speak into our hearts, into our minds, into our lives and into our situations. In Jesus' name we pray. Okay, well over the last few weeks we've been uh, having this Advent series. uh, Looking at uh, Christmas in the movies. And uh, so far we've uh, we've looked at a a wonderful life. We've looked at Santa Claus. Today we're going to be looking at Home Alone and uh, next week... Uh, we're going to be uh, thinking about Narnia, the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, with uh, the young people doing their presentation. Uh, we started off looking at it's a wonderful life, and we said it is a wonderful life, but sometimes uh, there are things that you have to tolerate. Uh, sometimes we just have to trust in God, and there are moments uh, that are very much worth treasuring in, uh, in this wonderful life. And we said that the wonderful life uh, is available in Christ Jesus. And then last week we were looking at uh, the movie The Santa Claus and uh, we, uh, we, we were talking about looking like Jesus, uh, living like Jesus and loving like Jesus. And uh, this week as we continue uh, looking at the real meaning of Christmas, uh, we are uh, looking at uh, Home Alone and uh, who's, who's seen the movie Home Alone? Yeah, quite a lot of you. Uh, for those of you who might not have seen it, we have got a, a little uh, uh, movie clip for you just to give you a, a taste of, uh, of the movie Home Alone. Thank you. <coughs> yes, one of the uh, classic uh, Christmas movies, uh, Home Alone. And uh, one of the things that we want to say this morning is that God doesn't leave us home alone. God does not leave us home alone. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophets. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. The story of uh, Christmas is a story of 
God with us. It's a story of the people who had felt that they were home alone only to discover that actually God was with them. Emmanuel, God with us. And of course that's taken from the uh, prophet Isaiah uh, who says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Loneliness is, uh, is one of the biggest problems in our society. Um, we live in a society uh, that in one way is very well connected. You know, with social media and, uh, and Facebook and everything else. And, uh, but in another way, it leaves people very isolated. Because uh, it's great to have 150 friends on, on Facebook. Uh, but if you never see any of those friends, uh, you might feel... Uh, a little bit lonely. Uh, last Christmas or Christmas before, uh, John Lewis had this advert that many of you will uh, will have seen about this uh, the man that lived on the moon. And they got together with Age Concern, partnering up as Christmas to help some of the million older people who will go for a month without speaking to anyone uh, over the Christmas period. So uh, loneliness, this idea of being home alone, is uh, is a real uh, issue. And uh, we want to say that God doesn't leave us home alone. God doesn't leave us home. In the film, uh, Kevin at first thinks it's wonderful uh, to be home alone because he can do exactly what he wants. He's got no older brothers and sisters or mum and dad telling him not to do this, not to do that. He can eat what he wants, he can watch what he likes on television, he can go where he likes and he thinks it's absolutely fantastic to be home alone. But as the film goes on... uh, he realises that it's not quite as much fun. And in one scene, he, he goes to see Father Christmas. He says, it's extremely important. Will you please tell Santa that instead of these presents this year, I just want my family back. He finds out that being home alone isn't quite as much fun and actually can be quite scary. So, the first thing I want to say, God is with us. He doesn't forsake us. We are not home alone. God is with us. He doesn't forsake us. We are not home alone. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had it in mind to divorce her quietly. Sometimes when we have really big issues, when we're facing really big issues or we have really big decisions to make, it can feel quite a lonely experience. That it's all down to us and It's difficult for us to even get into the mindset of how Joseph must have felt when he discovered that his, uh, that his, that his wife-to-be was expecting the shame and the, and the, and the kind of, uh, influence that would have had on the, on the, on the community that they lived in. And the anxiety he must have gone through as he was making that decision, uh, what to do would have been a very lonely experience for Joseph. And maybe you've experienced that loneliness of, of feeling that, that you're all alone with big decisions to make. And it's difficult. Um, and it can be, make us feel very isolated. Uh, John Oldberg, in his book, God is Closer Than You Think, says, The story of the Bible isn't primarily about the desire of people to be with God. It's the desire of God to be with people. And the message that is repeated again and again and again in the Bible is that God is with us. Not that God, the, the, the promises of the Bible isn't that God will take away all our problems, although some people might promise that. 
It isn't that God will heal all our diseases. And again, some people might promise that. Um, but a promise that is repeated again and again and is an absolute guarantee is this promise that God is with us. Uh, in Hebrews 13 and verse 5, it says, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. In Deuteronomy uh, 31, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And again, Jesus says in John 14, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. God is with us. He doesn't forsake us. He doesn't abandon us. He doesn't leave us home alone. Again, Jesus says, I am with you always to the end of the age. The promise of the Bible is that we are not alone, that God is with us. But that doesn't mean that we don't ever feel alone. You can be in a crowded room and feel terribly alone. Loneliness is not just about being isolated and on your own. Uh, you can be in a situation like this and still feel alone. Uh, coffee after the service can be a frightening experience if everyone else is in conversation and you walk in and you are left alone. You can be in all sorts of situations and still feel isolated and still feel alone. Do you ever feel like nobody really cares? You know, sometimes it can feel like that, can't it? When uh, one thing after the other happens to us. And uh, again, we can have that feeling of isolation. Because in our minds, it can look like everybody else is enjoying and having great fun. Um, but we're left alone with all our problems. And uh, even if we're surrounded by people, it can sometimes feel like nobody really cares. For those of you who are on Facebook... And uh, I know some of you are. Uh, have, have you noticed sometimes people put a, a, a status up and, 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 they, and it goes something like this. Uh, uh, I know the people who will, who will uh, acknowledge this statement. Um, please, please, please share it and acknowledge it, but I know who you are. And when people put stuff up like that, they might have a thousand friends on Facebook. But actually they, they, they're saying, does anybody really care? Does anybody really care? It's really a cry of loneliness, a cry for, you know, to be actually acknowledged and to be recognised. And this is a society that we live in. Rob Bell in his book, What We Talk About, when we talk about God, says, I believe God is with us, around us, beside us, present with us in every moment. The question then, the art, the task, the search, the challenge, the invitation is for you and me to become more and more the kind of people who are aware of the divine presence. It's okay me standing up here at the front and saying, God is with you. You might be thinking, well, it doesn't feel like it. That's not my experience. And that's why, like Rob Bell says, we've got to be people who become aware of God's presence. And we do that by reading the Bible. We do that by praying. We do it by listening. We do it by sharing together in worship. We become aware of God's presence with us. So... God is with us. He doesn't forsake us. We are not home alone. God doesn't leave us home alone. And then secondly, God is with us. He doesn't forget us. We are not home alone. He doesn't forget us. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. 
the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. God didn't forget Joseph. We all know that the angel appeared to Mary and uh, with the announcements that uh, she was going to be with child, but he didn't forget Joseph. Joseph also got an angel. Okay, it was only in a dream. It wasn't in, 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 in kind of 3D, but he still got his angel. God didn't forget Joseph and God doesn't forget us. In the film Home Alone, uh, Kevin's mum, uh, as she sat on the plane, she says, do you ever have, you know, do you ever have that feeling like you've forgotten something? I don't know about you, but whenever I'm going somewhere, I always have that nagging doubt that I've forgotten something really important. Uh, I once went, uh, when I was at, when at college, I was going to, uh, uh, with the college, on an expedition to Russia. And uh, my wife was driving me to Heathrow Airport. If you've been to Heathrow Airport, it's absolutely chaos. And she dropped me off at Heathrow Airport with a few tears. I was going off to, to, uh, to, to, to Russia. And as I was walking away, I had that feeling that I'd forgotten something. And I suddenly realised it was my passport. And I, I turned around and, and, and I was so thankful that the car was still there. And I, I ran back to the car and there was my wife having a little sob. And I said, my passport, I've left it in the car. And I got my passport. But you get that feeling, don't you? Well, Kevin's mum got that feeling that she'd forgotten something. And suddenly they realised they'd forgotten the sun. Uh, which is a bit more drastic than leaving your passport behind. Uh, but she realised that she had forgotten. Uh, in the Bible, in Isaiah, the prophet says, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child that she has born? Though she may forget... I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you in the palm of my hands. You might be sat here this morning and you might be feeling that God has forgotten you because of the situation or the circumstances that you find yourself in. The Bible reminds us again and again that God doesn't forget us. One of the problems in the movie was that there were so many children. There were, there were brothers and sisters and cousins and, uh, that the, 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 the Kevin who had been sent to his room because he'd been a bad boy or sent to the attic actually because he'd been a bad boy was forgotten. And sometimes we can feel that, you know, God's got so many children and so many things, uh, on his mind. He probably forgets about little old me. And the Bible says, no, God does not forget you. He's got your name engraved. On the palm of his hand. Somebody here might need to hear that this morning. God is with us. He doesn't forget us. The angel Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. And one of the things about being at home alone is that uh, it can be quite frightening. Uh, Being alone in any situation can be uh, actually uh, a frightening experience. And... uh, Again, in the movie, there's a lovely scene when uh, when Kevin uh, wanders into a church and finds this old guy who's the neighbour across the street who his oldest brother has told him that he's a nasty man and to stay away from him. And they both end up in this church. This is a lonely old guy. And uh, Kevin, who's home alone, and the guy says, you can be old for a lot of things, but you're never too old to be afraid. And the old guy's afraid because he's, he's lost contact with his son. And he's gone to church because it's the only opportunity he gets to see his granddaughter singing in the choir. And of course, uh, Kevin's afraid because uh, he's got these two uh, rascals trying to break into his, his home. And uh, good reason to be afraid. Um, the Bible has 365 times, somebody's counted up, it says do not be afraid. Uh, one for every day of the year. I'm not going to show you all 365, but here's just a few of them. 
Uh, do not be afraid, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, it says in Exodus. In Isaiah it says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Uh, our own uh, text for the year, Joshua 1.9, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you. And very often, the do not be afraid is followed by, because I am with you. Not because of the circumstances you are, are facing are not fearful, but because God is with you, Emmanuel. We're not left home alone. So God is with us. He doesn't forget us. We're not home alone. And then thirdly, uh, God is with us. He does forgive us. We are not home alone. He does forgive us. Um, Kevin in the church uh, confesses that actually uh, he hasn't been a particular good person. I've not really been a, a good boy this year. And the old man says, this is a good place to be when you're feeling bad about yourself. This is a good place to be when you're feeling bad about your place. Not a bad strap line for a church, is it? Uh, a good place to be when you're feeling bad about yourself. Because a lot of us actually do feel quite bad about ourselves, don't we? We don't feel we're actually that good. And a lot of people out there uh, you know, actually feel quite bad about themselves. They don't feel that they're that good of people, that they've perhaps made a bit of a mess of their lives. Uh, perhaps we can identify with Kevin in the story, who is always getting told off, always getting into trouble. Maybe we, we know what that feels like. And uh, it says that about Jesus, she will give birth to a son and you'll give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Because he will save his people from their sins. Jesus comes to save us. On the cross, when Jesus was dying, uh, some of his last words were, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. Jesus came into the world uh, to save us, to redeem us, uh, to enable us to find the forgiveness that we would never find on our own. In the story, this old guy who... The uh, kids thought was a terrible man actually becomes Kevin's saviour because when the two uh, rogues actually finally catch Kevin, it's the old guy across the road who comes and hits him over the head with a, uh, a spade and, uh, and saves uh, Kevin uh, from those foes. Uh, God is with us. He does forgive us. We are not home alone. God does not leave us home alone. And so this morning, uh, you know, if you're here and uh, you feel that loneliness, you feel that isolation, uh, be encouraged. Be encouraged that God hasn't left you home alone. Uh, that God is with you. And God is with you whether you feel God's presence or not. Uh, some people are, are desperate, aren't they, for, for uh, an experience of God and uh, to know that God is, is actually with them. Uh, but the Bible tells us, it tells us time and time again that uh, God is with us. And faith is about actually being able to accept that. Accepting that God is with us in the difficult days. Accepting that God is with us when things don't turn out as we had hoped they would. Accepting that God is with us when problems occur, when illness comes, when the job disappears when relationships break down, when friends abandon us, when we feel that we're left all alone, the Bible tells us that God does not leave us home alone. Uh, 
that God is with us. The mum, Kevin, Kevin's mum, says, if I have to sell my soul to the devil himself, I'm going to get home to my son. Well, we might not appreciate the fact that she's offering to sell her, devil to the, uh, her soul to the devil. Uh, but what we see in Kevin's mum is a mother who will move heaven and earth to get back to the son that she has left behind. And again, in that, we have uh, a picture of what God is like. Uh, he doesn't m- remove heaven and earth. He comes from heaven and earth to redeem those sons and daughters. Emmanuel, God with us. God is with us. He doesn't forsake us. He doesn't abandon us. He doesn't leave us home alone. God is with us. He doesn't forget us. He remembers us. And God is with us. He does forgive us. We are not home alone.